On this episode, Chris and I are gonna be talking about the difference between wholesale and private label on Amazon. This is a pretty interesting topic, Chris. Yeah, they're both kind of different in, in ways that they work on Amazon, uh, but, but, but they can both be lucrative. So it's just mm -hmm. a matter of picking picking one or the other. You can do both, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely different. So it'll be fun to break this down. Absolutely. All right, let's dig in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of Two Amazon Sellers in a Microphone. I'm Dustin Kane, and with me, as always, is Chris Gramlich. What's happening? Not much, Dustin. How are you doing? I'm great. It's a beautiful day here in Kansas City today. A little windy, but nice. Yes, it is nice. The sun is shining, and fall is around <laughs> the corner, so it's coming. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about today. This will be good for anybody uh, early in their journey or just wanting to learn maybe how to expand into uh, other revenue streams. But we're going to be talking about the differences between selling wholesale on Amazon as opposed to selling your own private label product on Amazon. Both you and I are predominantly private label. Um, yeah. We sell. Um, there's, there's some advantages there, which we'll talk about. But um, and hopefully, hopefully in like future episodes, we can get somebody on here that's doing you know a lot in wholesale, and they can mm -hmm. break it down a little bit for us, uh, a little bit further. Because I would be interested to see why they chose wholesale wholesale over private label, or they've done both. But maybe mm -hmm. in future episodes, we can get somebody on here that's really killing it on wholesale. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And you and I talked to very successful wholesalers. Um, yeah. Through our roles at Solozo on a daily basis, and. I'm I'm really intrigued by the business model. It it wasn't what I wanted initially. There's when we'll talk as we dig in, you'll see the benefits of private label in that regard in terms of you know owning your own listing, et cetera. But some of the guys that do wholesale really well are killing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, it's, uh, and they're doing it really well because they've created like really good relationships with brands. Mm -hmm. uh, they bring a lot of value when they approach those brands as far as like what they can offer on Amazon. They may even run some ads for those products. So it's not just uh, like, it's not just contacting a brand and say, I want to sell your product. They're, they're creating value. And I think that's why they're able to sell some of these bigger brands compared to some other people. Absolutely. So let's break it down real quick. Let's just talk about the the main differences between wholesale and private label, and then we'll uh, dig in into some more depth as we go. Um, essentially, wholesale is where you're, like you said, you you develop a relationship or you get a contract with a brand so you can be a distributor for them, and uh, then you're making purchase orders from them and then reselling them on Amazon. Um, so the the main thing with wholesale is typically you'll be competing with other distributors who are selling the same product on the listing. That's called owning the buy box, which we'll we'll talk about. Um, but the big benefit of wholesale is that you don't have to do things like create the listing or do a lot of marketing. Those there's they're already brand names, they're already selling and ranking well. So you get to just put your product right on that listing and get the benefit of that traffic. Um, so we'll, we'll touch more on, on that as well, but why don't you break down what uh, private label is? Private label, um, private label is where you are the one creating the listing. Uh, you're doing that from scratch. 
Uh, so you're going to need to do things like keyword research to understand how to build a better title. You're going to do things like make good photos or get photos created. So you're in charge of the listing. Uh, the benefit of that is obviously you're going to own the buy box um, and you're going to be able to control uh, the messaging that you send to uh, customers buying the product on Amazon. Um, you and I both do private label. Um, it's it's the business model we selected because we were, we're creating brands. And then the whole end game is obviously to turn around and sell those brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but private label, yeah, you're, you're creating a brand, you source a product, uh, you get it from a manufacturer, put your logo on it, create the listing, send it to Amazon, and uh, you're essentially the only one selling the product on, on Amazon. Right. So there's a lot more work up front with a private label product. Um, you, you touched on you know the, a few of them, but just selecting a product, negotiating with manufacturers, quality control on the product, branding it, you know, packaging, et cetera, et cetera. But what happens, the in-game benefit of private label is when you can do all the things with advertising and pay-per-click and et cetera to get your product ranked high on Amazon, you are going to get 100% of the sales of that product. Uh, And on Amazon, that can be just a ton of sales. If you get up there, you will, every review left is for your product. You know, it's just, it, there's a lot that can be a big benefit with uh, private label. Yeah, your margins are a little bit higher. You got a little bit more uh, profit margin there. So that's something that can also help out as well in the difference between wholesale and private label. Exactly. So now let's just go back to wholesale for a little bit because this is a model. I mean, we we know enough about wholesale for sure to talk about it. Like you said, we'd love to get somebody who's who's killing it because that's not our business model, but could be. <laughs> I'd be more than open to going down that road uh, for sure. But I think the 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 difficulties in the in wholesale is number one, getting the relationship with the brand so that you can uh, become a distributor. You know, and then like you said. If it's competitive, if there's a lot of sellers, then those margins can get squeezed for sure when you're selling because there could be a lot of price competition, which there's tools out there designed just for that. If you, if you guys aren't familiar with what the buy box is, uh, if you go to any listing on Amazon for, if you go to any real big name brand, uh, you'll see this for sure. Um, but if you go to the search for a product, and then you look at the where you click the button add to cart it'll show under there it'll show sold by and that'll be which seller won the buy box and then if you look below that it'll be it'll there'll be a note that say sold by additional sellers and you can click that and you can see the list of all the additional sellers who are selling it so the seller who wins the buy box each time is typically the seller who's selling at the lowest price so you see this competition amongst sellers to uh, change their pricing. And there's tools out there called repricers where, the, where they will automatically reprice the product uh, every day. We have one of those at Solozo as well, where they'll reprice your product and to, in order to give you the lowest price to win the buy box. So you can see there's a negative right there is that can really squeeze your margins. Also, some manufacturers, uh, they have a set price they won't let you uh, sell for anything other than their set retail. 
So in that case, if you're, if you're, and they call that map pricing. So if you're, if you have to abide by map pricing with your distributor, then theoretically everyone on that listing should have the same price. And then Amazon will rotate the buy box. In theory, if there's four sellers, you should win at 25% of the time. Um, and so that can be lucrative. I, I do know stories of, of people that have that situation and they they're, they know those other four sellers and they work together on strategies like splitting the advertising cost, <laughs> you know, to help that product rank. I've seen that uh, happen. So uh, wholesale model is great. The, I think the holy grail in the wholesale model is you can find a brand owner who's not selling on Amazon currently and you get the exclusive rights to be their distributor that sells on Amazon. Uh, if you can find that, then you are essentially a private label product. Uh, you just you don't have to do any of the work of manufacturing it. You can just make purchase orders. So it's a very interesting model. Um, I think it would be, uh, like you said, be super fun to talk to someone who's got a ton of experience on that. Yeah, and you could and you can find brands uh, to to like reach out to. Some of the places that I've seen people do or I've looked at uh, personally is like Kickstarter, mm -hmm. where you can go on Kickstarter and see if there's a product that's getting a lot of backers and um, maybe you can come to the table to, with them and show them that you can you know, offer their product on Amazon and, and maybe be the, be the distributor for them. Mm -hmm. um, another one is uh, I've seen people look at like Facebook ads. Uh, we all get targeted with Facebook ads, but yeah. if, if you see something that you know, it sparks your interest and it's a product that may not be on Amazon. Um, you may be able to reach out to that brand and get them, you know, to get an agreement with you as far as wholesaling it. Uh, Shark Tank, I'm guilty. Shark Tank is, is, a, is a series I love to watch. And if there's ever like a product that is not on Amazon, you might want to reach it. You can always reach out to them and uh, maybe try to establish a relationship and you could be that wholesaler for that product that already has eyeballs on it do it a shark tank and you could sell it on Amazon for them. So there is ways to like think outside the box a little bit on, on where, where to find these brands. Mm -hmm. um, not just like the big name brands, you know, like, like Sony and Nike and um, you know, Hewlett Packard and all those, you, you could find smaller brands that have not yet established an Amazon presence. And then you could be that presence for them. For sure. And you'd brought this up on a past podcast uh, about even going to like farmer's markets or where you have uh, some, you know, mom and pop shops where they're doing uh, organic soaps or candles or anything where you could get, approach them. I mean, they, they, chances are they are not in the Amazon sphere or even aware that that's a possibility. And mm -hmm. so you could approach them, you could work out a good deal, and then you could uh, be the one to facilitate selling their products wholesale on Amazon. Lots and lots of opportunities. Uh, I think um, the, the amount of brands and products and, that are out there is just unimaginable. I mean, mm -hmm. there's there's so many, and they sell a ton on Amazon. So if you can, if you're uh, able to get in there and find somebody, it can be a very good model. And especially in those cases where you're one of the few sellers or you're the exclusive seller, then you'll be able to do use uh, all of your knowledge on product listings, uh, PPC, et cetera, to help that product be a success. That's the other negative on if you're doing wholesale for you know a really popular product and there's a lot of distributors and you're trying to compete 
is you really have no say on the, what the listing looks like. You can't, you can try to update the picture, but it'll probably get shot down. You know, there's just, you don't have as much control. So that's a good segue now though, into private label, because if you want control, if you want to be able to create a brand, if you want to get a hundred percent of the sales, uh, private label is the way to go. Um, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. This is like the long-term play. Uh, you're creating a brand, you're, you're creating products around this brand. You can create multiple brands. You can flip your brand, meaning like you could sell one brand and start a new brand. Uh, for me, this is just much more interesting. I like, I like to like start from scratch and create a brand and like see it come to fruition and then eventually sell it. Like that's just more fun for me than wholesaling just personally. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, what you're doing is you're creating a brand. There's unlimited potential here. There's less competition with these, but we mentioned this earlier, you're going to have to be the one doing all the, the, the listing creation, the photos, the product research, the negotiations, the payments up front. Uh, it takes a little bit longer to get started with these, but uh, the potential for the really, really high profit margins and, and good revenue is, is going to be there. Yeah. And you, and like we said before, you have full control. You're never going to lose that distributor contract. Um, you know, there's, you're, you're never going to be worried about the brand offering up more contracts for more distributors or any other things that can possibly happen with, with that on, uh, in that wholesale model. But to do private label there, you've, you've really got to lay out a plan. And one thing that you want to probably be aware of is one thing you don't want to do in private label is compete directly against a really successful big brand. Uh, mm -hmm. you, it's very difficult, um, for a lot of reasons, but product selection in the private label is the key as opposed to wholesale. If it's popular, get it and sell it. Or if there's a chance that you can do it private label, you've got to make sure that you're going to go into a niche that's maybe underserved for that product. And you have a really good chance of competing and gaining traction and ranking organically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, and I'm with you on that because, uh, you know, you can, again, you're creating your own message. Um, mm -hmm. So you're going to be able to control the customer experience as well and, and portray that message with your branding. Yep. So some of the some of the basic steps to private labeling is number one, selecting a product. Number two, you've got to find a supplier somewhere. Number three, you've got to create your brand Four, you got to create your packaging. Five, you got to create that whole listing. And then six, once it's in Amazon, you've got to market it. And then you got to do all the tactics. And we've, we've got hours of content on our podcast about how you can market your product uh, once, once you've got it live in Amazon. But once you've done that, it's, it's a great game. It's a great game because you're just going to, you're going to see sales coming in and hopefully you're going to see that product move up the rankings on our, on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, we've been talking about private label a lot. Um, I just, that's the model I've liked. I, I've done a little bit of wholesaling. Um, and I just I always go back to private label because again, it, the margins are there, the better margin. Uh, it's fun to source products. Uh, I find it fun to create listings and images and get creative with that. On wholesale, you're just taking a product that's already selling well and you're just being another seller on it. So mm -hmm. the excitement's not there for me on that. But 
I do, and we do know some really good wholesalers that are just killing it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I would love to get them on here so we can really break it down because uh, I'm sure they got their own opinions between like private label and wholesale. Maybe they're doing both. I, there are people that do both. Oh, sure. Uh, and you could do wholesale like at the beginning and mm -hmm. see what's selling. And then if you find a product that's really killing it for you, maybe you make your own little uh, product, private label product that's you know different from that product that you're wholesaling because mm -hmm. um, you already know it sells well on Amazon. Uh, so that, that could be a way to like test out products to see what's, you know, what's has demand before you commit to a big private label order. Um, so yeah, you could do all that, uh, before, you know, you jump into private label, but I think, um, you and I both would, would like private label a little bit better. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I do think it, that, that there is a, this is a model for different types of people. You know, there's, there's people that'll, that'll, gravitate more towards that wholesale model. And there's people that will gravitate more towards the private label model for sure. They can both be successful. Typically that means some of the largest sellers, Amazon that in revenue and in product number of products to sell are wholesalers. Yep. I mean, and they've got just unbelievable just networks of connections and algorithms on selecting products and reaching out to those suppliers. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt that you can have an incredibly successful business um, in that regard. Um, but like we said, it, it, there's the model. There's a model for everyone out there, and hopefully, this helped you understand the difference between these two models because there's d completely different tactics that you take when mm -hmm. you uh, when you go different routes on Amazon. Um, so hopefully, this was educational. You learned a little bit about the different two different models. Uh, if you, whichever model you choose, if you, if you're on Amazon and you're looking to advertise, Chris and I would love to talk with you. Uh, Chris and I are both account executives at Solozo, as you all know, and, uh, you can book, you can go to Solozo and book a call with us and we'll talk about your account, how Solozo can help automate and optimize your ads for you. Uh, that was fun, Chris. Yep. We'll do another one. All right, everyone have a great day out there. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya.